here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 107.1 FM in Seapoint. 22 minutes after one o'clock. Thanks very much for staying with us. Okay, coming up on the show, I'm going to be speaking to the guys at uh, Not In My Name. We know the guys at Not In My Name. They sent me uh, a really worrying uh, text this morning saying, well, can we talk about this? So basically, at the heart of what they wanted to discuss is a Mamelodi girl who has had to go surgery. She's six. Hear this. She's only six. And uh, the reason she's going for surgery is because she was raped. Uh, They are going to court tomorrow and they wanted a bit of support. So we're going to be speaking to them in a short while uh, just to to get the details of that, um, the concerns that they have and how they wanted the public to get involved. Uh, I'm going to be speaking to um, uh, Mohsin, who is the head of communications at Not In My Name. I mean, listen to this. So. They're saying, according to the mother, the man offered to buy her a present. This is a six-year-old earlier during the day, which she declined, right? Hours later, he was seen by other community members carrying the child on his shoulders. They suspected nothing. The mother contends that when she didn't see her child, she assumed that he was playing, the child was playing with another neighbor's daughter. Much to her dismay, her child walked in holding treats. So remember, the child had declined the treats. He wooed the child using the treats again. And uh, when the child returned, the child had treats with her. But lo and behold, something else had had also happened. The child obviously didn't have the, the vocabulary to explain what had happened. The child said, you know, this man put something in me. Uh, but had treats and um, the child was full of blood and all sorts of things. And this, gru- this gruesome violation of rights of children must not be tolerated. Um, and this is a statement that came from Not In My Name. I've got uh, Mohsin now, who is uh, a head of communications at uh, Not In My Name, joining us on the line. Mo, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you so much for having us, Camilla. What a disturbing story, Mo. How did you get to hear about this? Well, they um, obviously contact us because of the work that we do. Um, We immediately responded and tried to get the final details of the case. And it was very um, hurtful, especially because that just now we've been dealing with Nicholas Nino and now somebody else does the same thing um, who has a child. And we are very much concerned about the safety of his own child. So so one of the things that you raise on, in your statement is to the flagging, the fact that this particular individual has himself, mm. is it a three-month-old baby? Yes, that's correct. He has a three-month-old baby. Um, they live back opposite um, the victim's house. Okay. And that is just the thing about pedophilia occurs with people who um, more I'm, I'm battling with this line does he have any other children more um not that we know of we yeah. just know of the few month old baby um he's 26 so i yes. assume that's the only child and and basically what you're trying to get at is over and above dealing with this case that that is uh, of the six-year-old you're saying the three-month-old baby his own baby Mm. needs to be protected exactly we need to consider what is in the best interest of all the children now that are within his close proximity because clearly he is unable to withhold his sexual urges which are aroused by seeing children did he, when he was apprehended, did he deny this? I mean, what was the reaction? Do we know? 
Um, when he was asked about it, the mother first went there with the father and he denied all allegations. Um, the child pointed them towards the bloody sheets mm. and the evidence was there, even the curtains. It was a bloody mess. Mm. And it's, you know, I'm actually shaking as I'm telling you this right now because I don't understand how somebody gets mm. attracted to a child and acts on that impulse. It is disgusting, it is despicable and should not be allowed tolerate this kind of behavior because it, it becomes normalized. Is and that's why I was saying that with Nino, this needs to set a tone. He also shouldn't try for an insanity plea. Is he in custody as we speak? I beg your pardon? Is, is he in custody? Yes, he is currently in custody right now. And we, I'm, I'm actually really tempted to say that he, he should get bail and face the community. Oh, my goodness. More. Okay, so what we know is that he has not pleaded. This is why we, we, you're withholding his name. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. Um, he will be in court tomorrow. That's where we will be in Mamilodi uh, Magistrate's Court at 9 a.m. More. how can the public assist? The public can first assist by coming through to support the family. And more importantly, just being a voice towards people that are within your own proximity. You know, it's all well and good to want to march and stuff when something happens outside of your own immediate circle. But these are the sort of behaviors that we need to call out within our own family, within our own friends, because you'll find that even within family um, environments or situations or systems rather um, when a child comes out and if it's an uncle, a father somebody within the family, they're protected and this is how this kind of behavior keeps getting reinforced because we want to protect the perpetrator we want them to even face a law that disappoints us in the end. It's it's very possible that the justice system at this point in time um, can disappoint us with this case. So we're trying to get everybody mobilized to come and show support and call out that this man's parental rights be uh, revisited. We're calling for an attempted murder charge. We're calling for kidnapping because he locked the door. Mm. He locked the door, tried to threaten her with um, a pair of scissors. It was, you can see that this is premeditated. That's, it's, it's disgusting, Pimena. Okay, so, so tomorrow he's going to court specifically for this particular case, a six-year-old's case. But you want to, you want to lay other charges? Yes, that is correct. Um, because we feel this is not an isolated incident. There is so much that went into this rape that it can't just be rape. It is attempted murder. The child had to go for surgery. Um, he locked the child in, within the, 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 his shack, and that is now kidnapping. Mm. And as far as a parent um, are concerned, we feel they need to be revoked. I mean, how can you now decide that you want to parent somebody else while you're putting another child into the very same kind of um, cycle of GBV and femicide and the commoditization of women and children? How is the baby? How is a six-year-old, Mo? <sighs> He's recovering with um, with the mother. We went to show our support and just try to find out how can we further assist them. We have arranged for psychological um, debrief and counseling and just as much support as we can give at this time because this is it's going to change the child's life, um, affect her adult relationships in future, and we we can really try as best as we can to make the rest of her life comfortable. But I don't think there's anything really that um, could repair the amount of damage that has happened to her psychologically and physically. Um, I don't want to now speak on her medical records and what she could possibly face, but. If she if needed surgery, um, 
If she needed yeah. surgery, it's, yeah. it's bad. I get it. Mohsen Nede, uh, who is on the line with us, uh, she's the head of communications of Not In My Name. And I will give you those details just after the break, break as well, after the headlines, to, to tell you how you can support this particular family. It's now one let Let's go to Utsi Lesaku for the latest in news headlines.